Hello, everybody. Welcome to Freedom Friday Hour. Today's date is... Today's date is August 19th, 2016. It's good to see you, Ms. Kapow. Thank you. It's good to be here. I haven't seen you hardly all day. How you been? I've been good. Thank what have you, you been up to? Stuff. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I worked my muscles today. You did. You worked yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, today's show is called... Oh, you're going to love this title. I do like it. It's called Clean Up in Aisle 6. Clean what? Up... Yes. <laughs> First, it was going to be Clean Up in Aisle 666, but yeah. it just sounded better with 1-6. I think it does. Clean Up in Aisle 6, the number 6 being the number of man. We need to clean it up. Well, we don't. God does. We, yeah. we can't clean it up. No. There's no cleaning up here. No. Anyway, uh, you're listening to the Freedom Friday Hour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is alternative news with a spiritual view. We do commentary on current events, but we talk about the other side that eh, 99% of the people don't talk about, the mm-hmm. spiritual side of things. Well, what you'll notice is that everything's demonically related. We're not just making it up. It's crazy out there the extreme behavior that we talk about is demonically driven amen so we just talk about that to show you where we're at in time Mm -hmm, mm and the times that we live in all right all right so if you will give a scripture reading miss i certainly will the scripture that i'm going to read is from proverbs six six interesting because the show is called clean up in aisle six yeah Okay, and it starts with uh, verse 12 through 19. And it says, A naughty person, a wicked man, walks with a forward mouth. He winks with his eyes, he speaks with his feet, he teaches with his fingers. Forwardness is in his heart. He devises mischief continually. He soweth discord. Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. And these things, six things, does the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. I wouldn't want to be hated by God. Oh, no. No, my goodness. Well... We are going to talk about a lot of cool things on the current events here. We're going to talk about this face eater in Florida. You might have heard about this guy uh, because this actually made mainstream media. Face eaters. Shock, shock, but it's a face eater. Another sickening, really sickening and sad story. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Token the Ghost, and we'll explain what that is, what some modern-day churches are doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're totally apostate. Disgusting. The heresy is unbelievable. Really disgusting. Then a demon leaps onto this gal who's being interviewed. I know. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. A poltergeist levitates a dog. Mm -hmm. And then our can't fix stupid, you can't fix stupid series. I have one or two stories on that, really. Mm -hmm. I actually have two that I may talk about. And then uh, last but not least, there's this weird cemetery death where this couple was struck by lightning in the cemetery Mm -hmm. and um, the times are just interesting very weird so we're going to talk about all that stuff but i want to remind people 
and it's on our Facebook page, fifthhookmedia.com. I posted this Wednesday. But we have a good friend named Anthony Cummings. Anthony Cummings, yes. He's one of our listeners. He's a scholar. He studies and teaches biblical language. He coaches biblical languages. I'm talking Greek and Hebrew. Right now, he has 13 students, and he has about three openings. Now, he does this on a donation basis. Mm -hmm. So if you can't afford to make a donation to him or whatever, it's just do it free. Mm -hmm. But if you can afford to give something, help him out. The only thing that's required is you have to buy the workbook. Mm -hmm. But what he does, how it works. And be committed. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? That's really important. Yeah. You don't want to waste his time. Yeah, you have to be committed. It's going to take one hour a week on Skype on a personal one-on-one coaching session, one hour a week. And um, you work at the student's own pace. And then the student invests in the grammar book. There's, it's a free coaching lesson. He supplies lesson videos. There's uh, PowerPoint files for each lesson, everything like that. Mm, so wonderful. if you're interested, his emails, um, if you don't have a pen, it's going to be hard to, uh, you can't remember this. I don't even know if I should give you his email because it's going to be really hard to remember. Why don't you just contact me, paul at kapowradioshow.com. Mm-hmm. Paul at com, and I will forward your email to Anthony. Or you can get him on Facebook message under Anthony Cummings, Biblical Language Coaching, uh, and get a hold of him there. All right? All right. So it's a pretty good deal. I actually listened to one of his videos Wednesday. It was really good. And um, he broke it all down, broke the Hebrew down and the scripture down. And it was on... Um, Basically, who your neighbor is, hmm. you know, loving your neighbor, who your neighbor is. And there's some confusing there, confusion there because people think they should just love everybody, isn't that? Uh, it was really good because he took it back down to ancient Israel and what it meant for them. And uh, yeah, he's a good teacher. I would uh, highly recommend it. I'm going to listen to these other videos too when I get a chance. That's right. That's right. But right now, let's talk about this face guy. Okay. How many of you like FaceTime? You like FaceTime, Ms. No. Okay. Well, you're not going to like FaceTime with this guy. <laughs> this is uh, in Florida. Headlines read, Grunting suspect in face-eating attack on a random rampage. This is terrible. This is it this is. It's n- disgusting. You know why? Because I read this story, and this couple reminds me of people I know. Yeah. You know, they're really nice. You can come by their house anytime. The door's always open. Mm-hmm. And uh, to think that Something like that could have happened to my friends. It's really mm-hmm. disgusting. And this was an upscale neighborhood in Florida. Yeah. Very nice neighborhood in Florida. The couple, um, the wife is was 53 and her husband was 59 years old. And they were the kind of people that sat out in the garage, you know, at night in the cool evening. They put mm-hmm. the garage up. And they sat out there, and when neighbors would walk by, they you know they would stop by and talk. And mm-hmm. these were just like good, yeah, just friendly really folks nice people. Yeah. in a neighborhood. They weren't doing anything or bothering anybody, just living life at right. that age, right? right? So this kid, this kid who um, is actually in college, he belongs to some fraternity and the whole bit and everything, apparently he was... 
four miles away having dinner with his parents. And something at the restaurant, some, something occurred with upset the service. Him. It upset him. And he was mad. So he stormed out of the restaurant and he went for a four mile walk and he ended up in these people's neighborhood Mm -hmm. and their garage door was open. So what happened to this kid? I don't know if he was smoking Flocka. He just opened himself up to demons. He was chasing a Pokemon. I don't know, but he took a knife. He had a knife, went into the garage and brutally attacked the woman Mm -hmm. and stabbed her to death. There's a video of the neighbor calling the sheriffs mm-hmm. and saying this woman's being beat across the street, across the street. Then and even he was um, stabbed, right? Yes. In the back, he went mm-hmm. to go help. And this guy stabbed him in the back. Mm-hmm. And the poor man trying to defend his wife, he gets stabbed mm-hmm. to death. Mm-hmm. And when the deputies get there, this crazy demon-possessed person, he's 19 years old, Mm-hmm. was on top of this man literally eating chunks of flesh from his face from his face yeah that you don't wake up one day and that happens no and the police even said this kid had supernatural strength yes i mean it took didn't they have it like a dog it took a canine, dog. couldn't get with him. They tased him, and that didn't affect him. Four mm-hmm. police officers couldn't affect him. Why they didn't shoot him, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They shoot people all the time. I don't understand why you wouldn't shoot this guy. I wasn't there, but it could be maybe they didn't know the victim was dead, and they couldn't get a clear shot or something like that. I don't know. But in my day, there would have been a baton upside the head. Mm-hmm. That's deadly force. I mean, you you, right. you have to use deadly yeah. force. But Yeah, but who knows? I don't know. It's different circumstances, mm-hmm. different times too. Yeah. So uh, it's a very, very sad thing. Some of the article says um, that he viciously, viciously stabbed this married couple twice his age and a neighbor who tried to help. And they found him crouched over the bleeding body of the man, biting mm-hmm. chunks of his face yeah. off. Yeah. And nothing worked uh, to stop this guy. Three to four cops were able to rinse the suspect off the dead man. The man was making animal noises and grunting and growling. Mm-mm. So it's demonic. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. You remember the uh, the first Florida guy, the first time this flock of thing kind of happened or right. the first guy? Mm-hmm. Well, they did a toxology on that guy. And, you know, no marijuana, no drugs were shown in his system. Right. But um, they don't have the tests, you know, the tests for flocka. Right. You know, potpourri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that's probably what he was on. But you talk about a gateway to demonization. Mm-hmm. Oh, my And then plus his Lord. anger. Yeah. Who knows what he was upset about. That opens you up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because these demons look for opportunities. And this this guy was perfect for it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Completely unprovoked. He didn't know this couple. Just saw the garage door open, went in there, stabbed him, killed him, ate the guy's face, stabbed the neighbor. Totally nuts. Now, the thing is, is once they, they got this guy, they took him to the hospital. And I last time I heard, he was uh, either in intensive care or critical care or something like that because whatever he took was destroying him. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. 
Yeah, I found that interesting too. Yeah. It's just feet. Yeah. You know, with an anger demon is also a murder demon mm-hmm. that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, totally destroying this guy. Okay, let's talk about what some churches are doing. This is totally demonic also. Totally demonic. Oh, yeah. It's blasphemy. Yes. If you want to see the epitome of apostate, heretical church mm-hmm. ministry, go to our Facebook page, and it's under Toking the Ghost. It would just We just posted that last week. There was a video there. So this is from The Last Hiker. Right. It's a blog. And uh, what The Last Hiker was saying is is, uh, they were on their lunch break and they were looking for Bible studies and they found this video. But The Last Hiker has been exposing this stuff for years. Mm -hmm. And uh, they didn't know this video existed, but they recommended it because it's short. It's not real, real long. I think it's about, what, half an hour? Yeah. 30 minutes long? Mm -hmm. But it goes and it shows you what... Calvary Chapel in California, at least, is doing. Uh, you know, Chuck Smith died of, in Calvary Chapel, the leader of Calvary Chapel. He died, and his son-in-law, Brian Broderson, mm-hmm. took over the, the ministry. And the video opens up with them doing Pastor's Perspective. It's a show that they do on K-Wave Radio. It's syndicated all out to the nation. And they're talking to Ryan Reese, which is Raul Reese's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raul Reese is a big-time Calvary Chapel pastor. And this guy's involved with a um, whosoever's. And the main guy in there that they idolize is a guy named Brian Head Welch. And he is in the band Korn, K-O-R-N. Totally satanic. satanic. But the video shows them all talking about Brian Head Welch. And Broderson asked him, well, where's his walk with Christ? And Ryan Reese says, oh, he's cool. You know, he's, 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 he's past all that weird stuff. He's walking good with Christ. You know, he does some weird stuff now and then. We just kind of guide him and blah, blah, blah. And then the video shows all the stuff that mm-hmm. he's doing and these people are doing. Totally, totally satanic. Totally crazy. Yeah. And what they like to do is they like to smoke the Holy Ghost like it's weed. Uh, in fact, there's a um, on the video, the front of the video is a picture of a guy named John Crowder, and he's all mm-hmm. part of this group, and he's smoking a baby Jesus like yeah. weed. Disgusting. And they, they, they sniff uh, Jesus or God or the Holy Ghost like cocaine. They get high. They jerk. They, they do the Kundalini spirit just takes over them. Mm-hmm. They're totally demon-possessed. Yeah. Brian Head Welch is demon-possessed. Yep. And he's out there, but yet the church, this Calvary Chapel church. Endorses all this stuff. Amen. They endorse it. They think he's doing good. They think he's reaching people. And there's interview after interview with Brian Head Welch. And he says stuff about, when I see all these kids and they're worshiping me. Yeah. Stuff like that. And no one corrects him. Mm -mm. It's really unbelievable. If you get a chance, Fifth Hook Media our Facebook page, you got to see this video. Yeah, or, there's no accountability anywhere. I mean, and you even think about like Reese, the son, his father, who's a pastor, would correct his son at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. But uh, it's all about the money and the fame yeah. and who you're hanging around with. Cause and this, they're reaching people for Christ, is yeah. what they're th- saying. And all these kids, you know, are doing the Satan sign, the Baphomet mm-hmm. sign. They're, they're jerking around. And it's, the lyrics that uh, this corn guy is or the the band Corn is singing is all antichrist. Yes, 
Yeah, where they say Jesus lies. Mm-hmm. The lead singer's name's Sonny, and apparently he was converted too. And these guys yeah. are just totally whacked. Right. They show they show clips of Todd Bentley and what mm-hmm. Todd Bentley is interviewing him and doing stuff. And, and remember, they, the scripture says if you have the Holy Ghost in you, you're not going to talk that way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's impossible. Impossible. This is deep, deep demonic possession. Not mm-hmm. influence. They're possessed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can see in their eyes. These are demons talking. Mm-hmm. These are demons talking and they're mocking yep. Christ. It's unbelievable. That's why we are in the last hours. Very much so. Incredible. If you don't want to go to our Facebook page and look at it, type in Toking the Ghost, Calvary Chapel. Toking the Ghost. T-O-K-I-N, Toking the Ghost on YouTube. And make yourself sick. Yeah. Because it is sickening. It really is. Okay, before we start talking about this demon who leaps onto a woman being interviewed on a news report, let's take a short commercial break. I mean short. All right. How short? Short. Okay, then we'll be right back. (laughs) I don't know what all this fuss is about, about these pestilence. I think the scientists are doing a great job. Clueless. In the dark? Uh, I think the government's doing a good job. Have no idea what is really going on? I have an app for that. Kapow Radio Show app for iPhone and iPad. Kapow Radio Show app for Android. Get the app. Get a clue. Hey, Vinnie. I love politicians. I think they've got my best interest in mind. Get the app. Get a clue. FifthHookMedia.com All right. We're back. We back. You know what's creepy? It's like if your neighbor is demon possessed, and then like, uh, if your neighbor is possessed, clap your hands. Clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay. it. If your neighbor's got demons, I like it. But it's creepy if your neighbor's demon possessed, and then the church comes out and does an exorcism, and then you're standing there giving a interview with the news station mm-hmm. and then that demon hits you and then oh. you're rolling on the floor frothing that's it's not good it's not and that good. happens apparently all these people in this town in mexico were dabbling into the occult mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's strange so a tv news crew captured a bizarre footage of a woman becoming possessed after a priest performed an exorcism on her neighbor. Apparently, and this was in, uh, in Nicaragua, Central America. Apparently, this lady was suffering from months of strange behavior. Mm-hmm. And they have her, there's a video on her too, once again on her Facebook page. It just acting bizarre and rolling around and acting crazy. It's just tormented, right? So she was 43 years old. And uh, they say she was tormented by these evil spirits for months Mm -hmm. and very aggressive towards people and the whole bit. So she was filmed, you know, wild eyed, behaving weird, throwing shoes at neighbors, went to the room, the whole bit. And then um, this uh, news crew comes out and films the moment these two priests from a nearby Christian church, apparently, I don't know if they were priests or if they were actual Christians because they're. 
the way they they're doing the exorcism or the deliverance. I mean, they're saying in the name of Jesus, come mm-hmm. out. They're not really doing the whole Catholic holy water nonsense mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I'm not so sure they're priests. Yeah. But they come out from a nearby Christian church and they they do this deliverance on this woman, and um, they they they're casting the demon out, right? Mm-hmm. So now this is weird. According to the news report, now this is a, a news station that's doing this. Channel Ten over there. According to the news report, there's a large toad. A toad had been spotted in the woman's house, and it was thought to have been a bad omen. And no, I can see that. Yeah, a big toad. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and then it said that after several hours of prayer, the woman began to appear calmer. And I watched it on the video. Mm-hmm. She did. Mm-hmm. She 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 looked different. But moments after, the reporters interviewed a neighbor. Right about what was going on next door. The neighbor was just like a normal gal, just talking. All of a sudden, she collapsed and started convulsing and doing the same thing. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Yeah, and then the, those members of the church then went and tried to help her, and they ended up taking her back with them to to the church. Mm. So it's like, you know, just, you're just kind of hanging around when this stuff's going on. You're not protected under the blood of Christ. And the demonic forces that are out there today... Well, they're not our granddaddy's demons. They're a little stronger. They, they have a lot yeah, more power. Yeah, they're more aggressive. Yeah. And I guess it's just all the demonic rituals that are going on, all yeah. the portals that have been opened, the return of the gods. Yeah, um, all of that. All of that, coupled the times that we're in, because they're, they're different. Mm-hmm. And they're really got a lot more power over humans than they did before. And I right. think a lot of it's because the planet's just haunted and, and humans have allowed you know this kind of stuff in their lives sure you know like the well because fl- we've turned our backs on god so mm-hmm. we're open to all that stuff yeah and and um really eliminate a lot of our natural protections mm-hmm. that we things that we would naturally stay away from or mm-hmm. naturally give us the creeps mm-hmm. people now do so kind of weird but um so this this gal just starts rolling around on the floor and acting crazy and so they take her away and stuff like that and you know i don't know if the toad appeared in her house or not but who knows mm-hmm. weird on another note there's another weird poltergeist demonic deal now these were these were cops and this was in the uk somewhere i'm not quite sure where i don't know if it's i don't know yeah, it doesn't say. Yeah. It's in the UK, though. It's a terrified family is driven out of home by a poltergeist after their pet. It's a little chihuahua. Aw, look at She got some bling bling on. <laughs> <laughs> their pet uh, dog levitates. Mm. All right? So normally you'd read something like this and you'd go, okay, what is this, the National Enquirer? But policemen were there and policemen actually saw it. Yeah. And, then and they've never seen anything like this before. Mm-mm. And they called their supervisors out. And their supervisors said, "Yeah, I mean, these the guys were on the force a long time and stuff. And they were going, mm-hmm. nah, this is a legitimate deal. Very weird. Uh, a terrified mother and son have been driven out of their home by a poltergeist after being spooked by a series of disturbances. This is amazing. Have you noticed in these stories, when people have ghosts in their house, they call the police? Yeah. 
<laughs> like, they what? call the police for everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, what are the cops are supposed to do with a, with a demon or ghost? I don't know. Police officers who called, who were called to the house. Oh, this was in Glasgow. They reportedly saw the family's pet chihuahua levitating. They saw clothes flying across rooms. Mm. Mm. The mother and teenager contacted officers after being left extremely distressed by the violent and unexplained circumstances. A baffled source said these were incidents that were witnessed by our own officers. Incidents that are not easily explained, Ms. Powell. Mm-hmm. Officers with more than 20 years of service are saying they've never seen anything like this. Mm. They said it really is something that down-to-earth police officers are having trouble getting their heads around. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, really, because you can't... I saw something weird. How do you put that in perspective? Mm-hmm. So that's what they say. How do you handle what, despite us liking not liking the word or whatever, has been described as a poltergeist? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Another insider said... The officers witnessed the lights going off, clothes flying across the room, and the dog was sitting on top of the hedge, mm. levitating on top of the hedge. That would be freaky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, see, once again, how much power does, you call it a poltergeist, whatever you want, a demon, but this entity, how much power mm-hmm. does it have? Right. To actually move physical objects like that. Yeah, exactly. Quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The officers called their superiors who also attended, thinking the cops were perhaps being a bit silly, but it's being taken very seriously now. The fact that it was witnessed by four officers has lent itself to a very different but active inquiry. So what they did is they got a Catholic priest... Um, I guess involved the Catholic Church. A Catholic priest has reportedly performed a blessing on the property. The mother and the son at the center of the drama have not been named. A spokeshole for the police said that uh, on the 8th and 9th of August, police attended a house to reports of a disturbance. No evidence of criminality was found and advice and guidance was given to the family. (laughs) because <laughs> they don't know what to do wow it's just weird I mean normally you would look at a story like that and go come on you know mm-hmm. really you, know, you wouldn't think that would be true that's just kind of National Enquirer story whatever alright what do we say we do um, you can't fix stupid sounds good to me yeah can you fix stupid nope Jesus can. <laughs> Jesus can. He's the only way to fix stupid. You know, we live in a in a in a time now where uh, young people, in particular, a lot mm. of young people, are very sensitive. Yeah. What's up with that? They're very offended, very mm-hmm. easily. <laughs> I mean, I make that fun entitlement, of them. and and they've been um, what do you call it? Coddled. Coddled. Yeah, pampered. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we hear stories like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Where parents are just buying their kids everything. You know, they turn 14 and they get, they don't a, have to work get a car. Anything. Yeah. So there's no, they don't know the value of a dollar. Mm-mm. So. Created these monsters. 
And once again, not all young people are like this. We we know several that are good millennial that millennials that work and they work hard. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lot of them are very weak. Yeah, it's sad because you look at the the generation coming up and you look at these are the people if if it lasts this long that are going to be running things, not just the country, but running things. I mean, yeah, your insurance agent, mm-hmm. for, for say, or, or or I don't know if they can be medical doc. I don't think they can make it through medical school. My well, I don't gosh. Well, they can. Yeah, I guess Why if you not? have the money, I guess you can. But my Lord, I mean, this it's scary. It really is. Um, they're, they're frightening. Uh, what did we watch the other night on YouTube? Um, oh, some about idiots. Yes. That one? Is that what that was that what you're talking about? Yeah, we watched several of them. But uh yeah, people are idiots, mm-hmm. I think was the name of the channel. Yeah. <laughs> people are idiots. And they oh my goodness. It was it was so bizarre to hear these young people. I mean, when I say young, they're probably like eighteen, nineteen, early twenties. And uh one gal, she was um interviewing herself basically and and, and, and recording herself. And she was saying about her boyfriend that he beats her up and it was okay because that told her that he cared enough about her to correct her and that she was the dumb one that made him angry. So, you know, she basically said that when her boyfriend slapped her that she deserved it, but it was for her own good. Gave her a black eye. I couldn't believe it. No. And and at first I thought, oh, she's, this is satire. But it wasn't. She was. She was very um, dead serious. And all these these people were serious. doing self videos for mm-hmm. their YouTube channels. Uh, I mean, you talk about a bunch of narcissistic. And they were all dolled up. The women were all dressed up. Yeah, with makeup on and all this stuff. And the one you're talking about, I honestly thought she was. That was satire. Mm-hmm. Until you really listened, I said, "Did she say what I thought she said?" It says, "If your man hits you." You're lucky because that means he, he loves you. you. He cares yeah. about you. She was serious. Mm-hmm. Crazy. crazy. And then there was other ones, just crazy stuff. There was one gal talking about how she wanted to be black. She was a, a white girl. Yes. And she wanted to be black. Because she wanted the attention. Yes, because blacks are getting all the attention right now. Mm-hmm. And that's why she wanted to be black. She didn't actually want the black cause or the black lifestyle. She just wanted the attention mm-hmm. and she was serious. Psycho. <laughs> Psycho. Oh, and it was over and over again. And, uh, and there were several people that were on this particular oh, program. Bit. So it was pretty scary that there's had, that many of them. Yeah. That think strange that these are real, real, they're, they're real human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, young people that are their brains are just fried whacked oh my lord and i was telling miss kapow's like these they could be right next to you in walmart they could be driving the car behind you serving your food and then they have these kind of uh morals outlooks absolutely incredible how about how about that one talking about her uh, baby how people have babies are just stupid why would you want to have a baby and ruin your body and Mm -hmm. She hated babies and, and oh, how can you be uh, committed to this? And thing. then she referred to it as a thing, not a baby, yeah. but to a thing. This how thing could you be body. committed to this thing that would demand all your time and you know ruin your body? I mean, yeah. Mm. 
Crazy. Well, here's one. A college removes historical paintings that might traumatize students. <laughs> you can't fix stupid. You can't fix These stupid. These are the same stupid kids that would be looking at uh, video games that are real um, violent. Oh, I know. Movies that are violent. Yes. Sex. Yeah. YouTube. They're on Tinder, meeting each other, having sex, doing all this stuff. But this this mural, this historic painting offends them. Offends them, yeah. What it is... It's a it's a painting. It's a it's an old historical painting of the frontier days of of America, and there's some fur trappers in a canoe and they're With rowing a canoe. Indians and there's Indians behind them in canoes rowing the canoes and they're fur trapping. And what it shows you is what went on in the frontier days in America, where fur trappers and Indians were trapping fur and doing those kind of things. That's what it is. Well, this is the University of Wisconsin Stout, or UW Stout. This university has decided to pull two historical paintings depicting the early fur trade in Wisconsin's history. Why? Why, Ms. Powell, would they do that? Why? Well, they have a team called the Diversity Leadership Team. The DLTs. (sighs) Wah, wah, wah. Hey, anytime you belong to an organization that has a diversity leadership team, it's time to kick them in the face Mm -hmm. and leave. Can you imagine that? Well, the diversity leadership team claims some of the withering flowers the college calls students just couldn't take the trauma of seeing a bygone era. Since 1936, two large murals by Cal Peters portraying early Wisconsin history have dominated the common area of Harvey Hall at the University of Wisconsin Doubt. One mural shows French fur traders. Now, see, that offends me. French? Really? You remember the French Indian War? Yeah, French fry. Shows French fur traders and American Indians traveling down the Red Cedar River by canoe. While another portrays a wooden fort constructed by the French. Neither painting shows any violence at all. It just It's a wooden fort and then it's people going down the river in a canoe. There's, actually, I'm surprised they didn't comment on the, the fur trapper in the front has a rifle. Yeah. I don't know if See, you noticed that. That's violent. <clears throat> It could be violent. They're going to shoot a beaver. Well, yeah. They use it to shoot beavers. But now after 80 years, Miss Kapow, the murals are abruptly being given the heave-ho after concerns were raised that the paintings are offensive. That shows you the stupid times we live in. Mm-hmm. We've always had weird people, right? We've right. always had but people that get offended. Minimum. And you would never remove historical paintings like that. Mm-mm. And this is the first time in history in 80 years that we're actually doing that? Mm-hmm. That tells me something. This country is in a world of hurt, and no, yeah. nobody's going to be able to fix this. No. You can't fix stupid. You cannot fix stupid. This is horrible. I am glad I'm at the age I am because they can have it. Mm-hmm. They can have it. And they can't have my wealth either. I'm going to take my wealth and bury it in the backyard. Yeah! 
under a mesquite tree. They'll never find it. No. They'll never. I'm not leaving it. School Chancellor Bob Meyer says some American Indian students have objected to what the paintings show. Really? American Indian students objected to it. Yeah, right. That doesn't make sense. Here's what he says. When they took or when they look, when these students look at the art, to them it symbolizes an era of their history where land and possessions were taken away from them. And they feel bad when they look at them. So let's just get rid of it. <laughs> well, here's... here's so we don't here's, have to be reminded of all that ugly stuff. Yeah, that actually happened. That was actually history. Hey, it happened. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Here's what Meyer should have told him. I'm, I, 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 I appreciate your, your concerns. I want to offer you the deepest sympathies. I'm, I'm very empathetic of the, the history and everything, but the answer is grow up, grow a set, get the hell out of my office. <laughs> the answer is no. Are you serious? Are you serious? See, but there's other factors that come into play. If he said that, then the parents will get involved and, you know, city mayor. <laughs> well, I'll say something that's, um, un, you know, not politically correct. Maybe they would take him and um, put him in a, a wampum and uh, skin him. Mm-hmm. Reenact it. Reenact. Come on. When they look at the art to them, it symbolizes the history. And it makes them sad. Well, see, that's why we're in this situation we are in now, too, because nobody really stands up for the truth anymore. No. Or for what's right. No. And they kowtow to all this stuff. And they're just going to pretend that it didn't happen, that this era didn't happen. And who cares? They're actually, the Indians are actually working with the fur trappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the diversity leadership team, which is uh, another name for cry bully mob, also tried to argue that the paintings perpetuated racial stereotypes. Apparently, they're under the belief that American Indians didn't paddle around in canoes or something like that. But see, this is all part of the Agenda 21. It is. So you see that it's working its magic right now. Yes, it, 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 is. it is. It is all part of that. I think you did a whole show on that, uh, a bygone show on Agenda 21, way back when. Now. Along with You Can't Fix Stupid, there's another story out of California, and it is Claremont College in uh, California. And I'm going to see if I can remember this. There was a debate at Claremont College because three black college students, female students, were looking for a roommate. Mm-hmm. And they they put on the, um, I forgot how they worded it. Anyway, it was like, they said. Um, no people of color. Yeah, no, people of color only. Oh, POC yeah. only. POC only. POC, that's yeah, how they put it. That. Yes, POC only. It's a common abbreviation for people of color. So they put a roommate wanted notice out that seemed routine. But they wanted people of color only. And so a classmate challenged that condition. See? Good. Yes. And um, <laughs> and she pushed back. And she says, that's exclusive. 
because I don't want to live with my, any white folks, is what one of the black students said. said. Yeah, it's exclusive because I don't want to live with any white folks. <laughs> her, her name is Carrie, K A R E with a apostrophe, mm-hmm. Urena. U R E N A, Urenia. It has an Inye over the N. Urenia. Carrie Urenia. Now, this is a mental giant. Mm. A mental giant. The online comments touched off a debate uh, in this college and all the neighborhood colleges. <laughs> and uh, to some, Urenia's request was completely understandable following a racially charged year when many students of color had demanded more support from the administration. To others, it was simple racism to exclude potential roommates based on skin color. Can you imagine if three white girls... Oh, they would have been expelled. Oh, yes. They would have been expelled. Yeah, they they would have been expelled. Their pictures would have had the Ku Klux Klan, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, sheets on them. Uh, How dare you? Right. If they would have said white women only. Right. Oh, my Lord. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's just yeah. ridiculous. But this so, is from the Obama um, and, and his administration that caused all this racial tension. He I really mean, did. We, we, you know, it's a shame, but it's it's worse now than it's ever been. I know, and here's this guy supposed to be the great. Yeah, peace. You know. Didn't he um, get a Nobel Prize for being. Yes, before he even was a president, he got a. But look at all this. And remember the word of God says. That uh, the things that he hates is people that sow uh, seeds of um, discord among brethren. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he did. He did more to divide. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, so they're having this big debate over it. What debate should there be? There shouldn't be any. There should be any debate. Here And here's the deal. Here's what gets me to. This is why this falls under you can't fix stupid. You spend years from the 1960s fighting to end segregation. Mm -hmm. The blacks were not allowed to go to public schools, let alone college or universities, with whites. Mm -mm. They They weren't even allowed to swim in the same swimming pool. Or drink out of the same fountain. Nope. Drinking fountain. All of that stuff. Martin Luther King comes, fights. 1960s, there's marches, there's all this bit. The Little Rock Nine, to, to, to end segregation. But here we are in 2016, and we're having a debate over what? Segregation. Right. But it's on the other foot now. Mm-hmm. They want to be segregated. Urania wants to be segregated because she wants to live no white women. Mm-hmm. Now, when I walk into a room... That's the first thing I say. Where are all the white women? <laughs> That's the first thing I say. Where are all the white women? Oh, and on that video with the idiots, remember? There was a black gal that was also oh, yeah. talking about um, racism. and Well, all white people are racist, mm-hmm. is what she says. Yep. Now, remember, these, these videos were um, people, people are stupid, and it was all about crazy people. And yeah, mm-hmm. and she just went on this rant, basically. Yeah. But, Hate you know, speech yeah. against white people. Yeah, I mean, but but that was her her thinking. None of them, they're all all racist, and it's like they get this from somewhere and it gets in their head. Right. 
unbelievable. But it's the point is here is that really everything you fought for, now you're just going to undo and go go back. That's what you want. So I mean, if the college would say, "Well, yeah, you're right. You, you know, blacks can live in That's their own dorm," they, ne- and, they it, didn't know what it was like. No, to live like that. No, they've you know never I mean? experienced it. Mm-mm. No, you're absolutely right. Because those makes people a big in difference. the past have been alive now. I'm sure there are a few. That say no, 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 no. Don't no. do this. Yeah, this no, is... no, 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 no. Yeah, this is not the way you do that. Crazy. Okay, that ends the you can't fix stupid section. One last story, Miss Kapow. One last story. This is. One. Are you singing? No. <laughs> <laughs> This is weird. This is from Batavia, New York. You know, I'm just you thinking Batavia. Batavia? Yeah, that sounds like a cake. <laughs> is that baklava or is that a mask? Baklava is, is, is that a, a cake? Is a, is a Greek dessert. I'd like to have that. That's pretty good. Can I have some right now? No, we don't have any. Otherwise, I'd give you some. <sighs> I get mad when I don't Look get at dessert. Skipper, she's looking at you. Hmm. Like, why are you making those noises? She's coming after you now. She is. There's a pair found dead in a cemetery after they were hit by lightning. That can happen. That can happen. So you say, okay, that's weird enough as it is. I'm in a cemetery, a couple, lightning strikes, hits not one but both, Mm -hmm. in a cemetery. Weird, right? Right. But it gets weirder. It gets deeper. Batavia, New York. Two people were found dead in a cemetery, victims of a lightning strike. Mm. Now, listen to the numbers here. Police were called around 3.30 p.m. Mm. last Wednesday. Okay, you know the occultic number, 33. 33. So they're called at 3.30 p.m. Interesting. It's just interesting, but it gets weird. And it equals six. Yes. Clean up in aisle six. Okay, so 3.30 p.m. Wednesday, police go out there and they see two bodies lying dead, burnt to a crisp, still smoking Mm. like bacon. Wow. Yeah. Sergeant Todd Grosset, here's what he said. The storm blew through probably, check out the time. He says 3.30 in the morning. And they were found 3.30 in the afternoon. Come on. yes. Why would that be a quote by the city of Batavia Police Department, Detective Sergeant Todd Grosset? Those are bizarre numbers. Yeah, it is. The storm blew probably 3.30 in the morning and they were found 3.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's just my little tinfoil hat thinking. I think this just those numbers are odd. But it gets even weirder. Can you believe it? This mm-hmm. is Twilight Zone stuff. Yeah. Investigators, with the help of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, determined... The lightning strike had occurred in the area where the pair were found. An autopsy determined the victims identified as 
34-year-old Richard Garlock, which sounds like Warlock, mm-hmm. and 32-year-old Jania McLeod had been struck by lightning as the victims had injuries consistent with lightning strike. Hmm. Right? Right. The police say it's very rare to see. I can imagine. Detective Eric Hill said, this is the first time I have ever dealt with somebody struck by lightning. Hmm. I know for the rest of the Bureau, they haven't experienced it either. So, this is something off the books. But he adds, it gets, are you ready for another layer of weird? Yeah. He adds there was drug paraphernalia on the scene, but no indication it was used. So number number one, the question is, what were they doing in the cemetery at 3.30 in the morning during a yeah. lightning storm? Mm-hmm. And they got drug paraphernalia mm-hmm. on them. And he says, this doesn't seem to be related, related to an overdose at all at this point. Well, no, I think lightning killed him. And he says, we're not certain of that, but we'll have more information when tox- the toxology comes back. So here they are in a graveyard at 3.30 in the morning with drug paraphernalia on them. Doing what? Not, li- not visiting their loved ones. Mm-mm. They're doing rituals. Mm -hmm. They're doing weird stuff. And then they got smacked. And they got zapped in a very weird, rare death. Very strange. It's getting weird out there. I'm I'm a little scared. And did... Go ahead. (coughs) No, I was just doing the number thing. doesn't mean anything. But 33 equals 6. And then the other 33 equals 6. 6, 6. Six plus six equals twelve. There's another three. Hmm. Weird. Strange. Yeah. Very. And then strange. they're twelve hours apart. Three yeah. Thirty from three thirty. Visible by three. It's almost like someone wrote that article just to. Yeah. You know, use those numbers, but I don't think so. Just a no. That's news what report. makes it so bizarre. Is because it's real. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make anything up, but mm-hmm. when it really happens, that's when it's yeah. eye popping. Yeah. Very weird. Um, and just okay, that was the last story. But just to really end the last story, the last did you story, the, last story. <laughs> the last story? Did you hear about this um, this pretend mock human sacrifice that happened in front of CERN? Yep. Now this now is, I've got some questions about this because well, they're saying that it's not real, or you know, it was a, a joke, a joke. But I'm thinking, really? Because well, anyways, go ahead and then I'll narrate. Well, the thing the thing is, is CERN is is tight. It's it's tight security there. You can't just walk onto the CERN campus mm-hmm. and go do your thing in front of what's that god Shiva? Shiva, yeah, because they all have um, IDs, mm-hmm. access cards, and access cards. So, and these are scientists. Yes. So, why would these scientists, these learned men? Do something like this. Exactly. This doesn't make sense. All of them? Yeah. I mean, how old are you? How Mm -hmm. mature are you to go to CERN, have access cards, and then do a mock human sacrifice in front of the goddess Shiva there, and then have it filmed (laughs) just to go viral on YouTube and risk your job, your reputation, everything? Well, your credibility. Yes. So it's odd. It's very mm-hmm. odd. Yeah. Um, 
But CERN denies staging mock human sacrifice. Once again, uh, Marcos had posted this on our page. It's posted on our page, on the main page also. Look at the video because it shows, what, about eight robed, mm-hmm. hooded, black figures coming to the courtyard where Shiva is, mm-hmm. the statue of Shiva. And then there's a gal in white. Right. And she kneels down on her knees and then lays down. Mm-hmm. And, and um, stab her in the heart. Yeah. And then one of the rogue guys goes up there and just and allegedly stabs her. And then uh, it's filmed like... Um, it's filmed like from a room mm-hmm. balcony through some glass because you can see the reflection and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you can hear this guy talking like, oh, oh, wow, what's going on? You know, that kind of stuff, you know, this, uh, you know, scared. And then when she gets stabbed, he's like, ah! and then the yeah. camera goes Like blank. he stumbled across this by accident. Yeah. You know? T- to me, it looks hoaxy. Yeah. It, it does look Why? like it's hoaxy, but. You know, what's the purpose of it? Yeah. Regardless, even if it is a joke, it is hoaxy, they're trying to go viral or something. The fact that they did this, mm-hmm. I think that, that tells you a lot. Anyway, I'll read the, the story. A video emerging from the Particle Research Center situated in Geneva, Switzerland, shows eight figures outfitted in black robes, standing in the shadows around a statue of the Hindu goddess Shiva. A woman walks into the middle of the group, lies on the ground as one of the robe men approaches and appears to stab her. The video is filmed from the perspective of someone secretly spying on the ritual. The man filming could be hearing and gasping, saying stuff. Then he, he moves uh, from his vantage point just as the woman is stabbed. So that's what made it look hoaxy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know. These scenes, uh, let's see. A representative from CERN says these scenes were filmed on our premises without official permission or knowledge. Hmm. Huh. Adding, they said, they would independently, and we're, we're going to investigate this. They're going to investigate the video and that it was a work of fiction showing a contrived scene. They go on, they say, quote, CERN does not condone this type of spoof, which can give rise to misunderstandings about the scientific nature of our work. Yeah, like, credibility and stuff, right? Yeah, like us. We're talking about it and making a big deal about it with our tinfoil hats. They don't want that. The CERN spokeshole also confirmed that ID badges are required at all locations within the research facility and that those responsible for the prank had access badges. And there you have it. So they were people. That's why they want to investigate it themselves because... They don't want, you know, anyone to know their identities. And it's say it is a hoax or just a prank. What kind of people do you have? What kind of scientists do this kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. In my mind, I can't picture anybody with any kind of serious faculty mm-hmm. thinking this is funny. Right. And why you would want to besmear their scientific and research there. eight of them. Yes. And a, and a victim. And a victim. They go on, they say CERN IDs are checked systematically at each entry to the CERN site, whether it is night or day. So they would they would have access to these people. They would know who these people were. Yep. You don't just... See, so why would they even do that and jeopardize their job? And take this risk. I know. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-mm. The email went on to explain that thousands of researchers come to CERN each year 
in that the suspected ritual was actually scientists, so they know this much, actually scientists letting their sense of humor get out of hand. Really? So they all get these black robes and they go through all this ritual stuff. Yeah. Just because they think it's funny. It's funny. It's a sense of humor. And you get to, like you say, put your credibility online. Because now you know, say, John Doe is one of the scientists that participated in that. He's the guy who stabbed the gal, right? Now John Doe does a research paper on something. Now you look at John Doe and go, this guy's a clown. This is mm-hmm. the same guy who was hoaxing and pranking around. He's probably offended by uh, Indian uh, murals, Indians and canoes. I don't know. They also said, quote, CERN welcomes every year thousands of scientific users from all over the world, and sometimes some of them let their humor go too far. This is what happened on this occasion, the rep said. And how can they how can they make that statement when they haven't even investigated it yet? Yes. It, it almost mean? sounds like they've come to the conclusion. Mm-hmm. Their investigation is going to support their conclusion that this was just yeah. humor. Mm-hmm. Ah, I don't believe it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't I don't think it was real. It looks hoaxy to me too, but it, I don't think it was real. I In just, a sense that they actually yeah, sacrificed a killed woman, somebody. But I, I just think the fact that they're doing, they did that and thought it might be funny or it might go viral or ha ha, and they're actually scientists who have access to this building. I think it says a lot about the quality and the mentality of, the, of those people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I bet you they don't have a podcast like this. <laughs> <laughs> you have anything to uh, add? Um, no. I don't think so. What kind of accent was that? I don't know. Was it British or? I don't know. It just happens. Wow. I like it. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. We'll give everybody a ciao. Ciao, babies.